can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. Hello, everyone. You are listening to Those Are The Girls. I'm Mallory. I'm Bailey. And we are changing the culture and bringing back traditional values. Today is a Q&A episode. Um, so yeah, let's just get into it. First question is, um, what are your opinions on plastic surgery? Ooh, that's a that's a great question. So I think it's one of those things as a Christian woman, um, I feel like it's a stereotype or like, people think that it's like unbiblical to get plastic surgery and personally i really think it depends yeah um i think just like with anything else like if you're doing it just for vanity just because you want to look better that you know you really need to pray and figure out if it's something to do with your insecurities if you're not happy with the way god made you and again that's not going to fix anything you know you're, you right. might think you're going to be happier but you won't now there are life-altering operations and i don't necessarily mean like skin grafts or like things that happen like if you're in an accident that's different but yeah like, even like a cosmetic surgery really right. i guess because like i but i mean even still like breast reductions are a big one that like help your back they really yeah. pain like i thought about it myself like those are okay because you're doing it for a reason rather than just I want to look good I want to look better and it's not necessarily even say if you've had plastic surgery it's a bad thing I think it can be okay I just think you really need to focus on why you're getting it done Mm -hmm. because if it's to feed your happiness to feed yourself God's going to do that plastic Mm -hmm. surgery is not at the end of the day you're still going to want more nose taken off or more boob added in or whatever or it is chin you do stuff. people do right chins now now botox can actually be really healthy for your skin it helps prevent wrinkles and skin aging and i mean there are there are positive things to doing certain plastic surgeries i'm not against it i know a lot of people who do laser therapies like for scarring acne anything like that I mean, there's a lot of... What do you do for acne, too? Yeah, there's a lot of really positive things. And again, I think it it just... There, there's a line, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's so many I mean. types, too. Yeah. So, I agree with everything you said, pretty much. I think that if you're doing it for cosmetic reasons, I guess it's best to really search in yourself, like, why? Because mm-hmm. whenever I think of... When I think of plastic surgery, I would love if it was affordable and like I would love a tummy tuck I think that'd be fun but I do think about like it's literally to pure like well and I think it's too like some, like tummy tucks like is that something you can do on your own with working out and being healthy that's a good point too yeah um and like I could do a natural tummy tuck right you could do a natural <laughs> tummy there, there are things you can do naturally but like yeah and again like changing your face shape like I can see people get like those permanent eyeliners or permanent lip liners like things that just make your life easier I'm yeah. okay with that yeah. because like you're just trying to save yourself time. Yeah, but yeah. then it stays for, like, a year, and you don't have to, like, people get their eyebrows microbladed, so, it, like, they put in the fake eyebrows. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, And it lasts for, like, a year. It's, like, a tattoo, basically, yeah. on your eyebrows, which I get. It just saves you time in the morning. Right, Especially, right. like, me, I do a lot of makeup, and so it just helps save you time. So, like, yeah. that's fine, but it's more, like, if you're just unhappy with something right. like that God gave you. Right. 
And there, there's a line like that, too. Like, I yeah. can see it. Like, if you've got a really bad nose bump or something, you know, something that you're yeah. really insecure about, if it's distracting you in your life, like... From your... Yeah. The things that I think are a little bit more taboo and I would really, like, be careful with are, like, butt implants. Like, mm-hmm. if you get a, the Brazilian butt lift or something like that, and you do that in a whole other country. Like, I just saw this yeah. girl tweeted... Um, I think she was just a mutual. She was like, um, I just want to warn everybody. I just got back from the doctor. The place where I went did something, so now I have an, um, a life-threatening disease or something like oh, that. Geez. So, like, things like that, too. Yeah. I would just be careful. I don't... I've never felt so... Okay, like, let me think of... So, I can admit I'm pretty insecure about my body, but I've never really felt the need to, like, do a butt implant. I've never felt the need to do anything with my lips or my... I've, like, I've just never felt that. The only thing I've really been insecure about was my stomach. So I don't know how it feels to, like, want a bigger butt. It's never been, like, my, like, thing or whatever. So I don't want to, like, come off judgy right. if someone does. Right. And, I mean, that's one of those things you could build with workouts. Yeah. But not everybody can. Not everybody's right. muscles. Like, their genetics. Like, they might have a flatter right. butt. Or I think a big one, like, Kaylee McEnany. Um, got a okay. double yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, her reason was because her family had cancer. Right. She had like an 84% chance of getting breast cancer, so she wanted, she pr- pretty much completely eliminated that. Yeah. But what I respected so much about her choice was she waited until she was married. She was single when they told her she was thinking about it, she considered it, but she waited until she was married to make that decision with her husband. And I think that that's important, too. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point, And too. it's not that your spouse is going to be unhappy with you one way or the other. Like, if you get plastic surgery before you're married, your spouse should still be happy with your body. Right. But I think it's a choice that you should make together. Because um, you're yeah. one. Yeah. 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 Same with, like, when you maybe change, I don't know, like, if you're going to get a tattoo when you're married, maybe, I'm not saying you have to be, like, my lord, does this yeah. appease you? Don't do all that. That's a little ridiculous. But like, hey, do you like this? Are you comfortable yeah. with getting this? Yeah. Right, because you have become one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, yeah. The things, there's just certain things that I think, um, like, sorry, back to the butt thing. I was just thinking about like that. Like, that always. Um, like them butts, huh? <laughs> um, no, I just, I think about, I feel like people, that's a really popular one now. I guess it is. I feel like people, new job, I yeah, I think it is, and it just concerns me because I, I hear all the time all these like, well, maybe not all the time, but like I've heard before these stories about like it going wrong or like there's just all these complications, and it just concerns me. Like I don't want women to feel like they have to do that, right? Um, to fit the standard. To fit the standard. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you know, again, I think that's a big thing. And I know I've had women who like, and I get it because, like I said, I've thought about breast reduction yeah. surgery. It's but see, I think that, that's different, though. I feel like but, that's not a cosmetic. That's like, But it's not necessary just to eliminate the back and shoulder pain. I mean, that's a big part of it. Yeah. But I do want to look better. I want to look different. I want to change the way my appearance is. And I want to fit in the clothes better. Like, I feel like it's hard to find bras. It's hard to find shirts. And I feel like I've got friends on the other side of things who are too flat-chested to where it's like it's hard to make things look like yeah, outfits, yeah, clothes, yeah. like they're built for a little bit of curve and they don't have it. You know, yeah. it's like... I'm not necessarily against enhancing yourself, right? But again, it's why are you doing it? Yeah, you know, I think that's that's a really big deal. I don't necessarily think it's bad, but I I think I would really have to prey on it. Yeah, why I'm doing it? If it's for bad reasons or if it's, um, I don't know. It's it's a tricky subject. It is. It's once again, I think it's one of those not hard or 
hard yes or a hard no either. Correct, yep. There's yeah. some gray area. It's definitely open for debate. Yeah. All right, so the next one that I want to ask you is um, how would you react if a guy you're dating allows his friends to disrespect you as a girlfriend? Like, wh where do you think the line is? Yeah. How much do you think he needs to back you up? Okay. <laughs> um, so I, I think that that's not okay at all. I think that your boyfriend, your man, should always stand up for you. I don't think there's a time where he shouldn't stand up for you. Even if, like, you guys disagree on a topic, even if, like, unless it's, like, something major. If it's something really small, I think even if he's, like, girl, I think you're wrong, I think he should still, like, back you up. Maybe when it's over, silently be, like, Hey, yeah. like that, you were totally wrong. It's actually two. You know, like, do that. But, like, I definitely think that he should not allow um, his friends to disrespect you. And I think if that something like that happens, you need to let him know. Like, yeah. you know what? I'm uncomfortable. Right. Your friends disrespected me. Um, especially, too, in the different types of disrespect. Right. If it's, like, a, you know, if it's, like, a sexual disrespect. Like, if they made a comment about maybe your clothes or something like that, that is not okay. Right. If they made a comment about your intelligence. Everybody, maybe he is a um, tech guy and you're more into, um, I don't know, marine biology. So you, you might not know some of the things that him and his friends, and then they made a comment, that's not okay. I think your man should always stand up for you. I don't think there's a time where he shouldn't. Unless it's just like something with God. He should always put God over you, which is hard for people to understand. That is hard, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just... But I still think you can do that in a much... A very respectful manner. Yeah. And there is a big difference to me of, of a disagreement versus disrespect. Yes. Because I think you can disagree with his friends. You can argue with his friends if that's kind of the, like, I've, I've got some of my husband's friends are more political or are more willing to engage in those kind of conversations. And we have debates and I'll disagree with them. They'll disagree with me, but it stays respectful. I mean, yeah. they never call me names. They don't trash me. They're just like, no, I think you're wrong. And I don't necessarily need Ryan to be like, oh, yes, you know, Bailey's right. Like, if he disagrees True. with me, yeah, that's yeah. okay. Like, again, there are things that are negotiable, things that aren't. Like, yeah. things that are essential, things that aren't. Yeah. And so if we disagree, that's okay, as long as everybody's respectful and they just say, you know, agree to disagree or whatever. Yeah. And they stay respectful about it. And like yeah. you said, I would still, at the end, pull me to the side. Or, like, even when we go home at night or when we're on another date later on yeah, in time, yeah. be like, hey, so I also disagreed with you and I just wanted to talk about that. Right. Like, it's okay to bring it up. But I think, yeah, I mean, if they start trashing you or they start saying anything that's disrespectful, anything degrading, like, oh, yeah, where'd you to go to school? Or, you know, like, making jokes. Yeah. I think I think your boyfriend does have some duty to step up and be like, hey, guys, that's not cool. Yeah. And, like, just put it into it. They don't have to, like, get mad. You don't have no. to mess. And like you said, it depends on the level of disrespect. I mean, yeah. if it is something sexual, if they touch you or they comment on your um, clothes yeah. or your whatever, yeah. whatever it is, if it's sexual probably not see that person you know yeah, like, it's probably yeah. not a situation you want to put yourself in if it's more like an intelligence thing that's just like hey guys it's not cool like to say that kind of stuff yeah but like just a reprimand i think is okay it just kind of depends on the degree and what the comment is but yeah i don't think it's ever okay for a guy to allow his girlfriend to get disrespected now 
Another thing that I just thought is I'm very sarcastic and so are a lot of my husband's friends. And so we'll make sarcastic jokes to each other. And so they'll put me down in like a sarcastic way. But to me, that's my, my dad's that way. I was raised that way. Yeah. And so they know that I'm comfortable with it. And it's not, we know that we don't mean it towards each other. So yeah. Like they'll make blonde jokes because I'm naturally a blonde. And so they make blonde jokes and like I'll laugh and throw something back at them. And I think that's okay because again, it's yeah. not, to me, it's not disrespectful. But I do think you need to know who you're talking to. Yes, that's And know where too. their lines are. Yeah. Don't, like if it's a new girlfriend, new boyfriend, like don't start making jokes. I was just about to say. That like, they're not comfortable with. <laughs> The dynamic is important, too, because, you know, if it's a friend that your boyfriend has already made clear, like, actually, my friend doesn't really like you, and then he starts, like, saying some little snippy things, okay, then that's a little bit different. Right, right. But, like, you know you're good friends, you can be sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. Then you got to make sure that your partner's not uncomfortable. You don't want it to seem like it's flirting, because I've had friends do that, where they, like, get so, like, invested in another person that you're, like... Are you dating that guy? Or this guy? Like, you're really flirty. And yeah. Like, there's borders. Yeah. 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 Dating's difficult. Yeah. Well, that leads us to your next question. Yes. So this person says, my girlfriend wants to minister to her ex. What should he do? So the girlfriend wants to minister to her ex-boyfriend, which is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been there? Um, I have not really been there but long story short last time i talked to my ex he we got in a huge fight but then we squashed the fight and we were kind of sort of friends and he mentioned hey um pray for something's going on in his life can you pray for it so i was telling my friends that knew him and i was like filling them in on like all the drama whatever and um my friend was like you know I don't think you should necessarily sit around pondering praying for him Hmm. because praying for someone is a very intimate thing. Um, He was like, I will pray for that for him, but I don't necessarily think that you should be, you know, forgive him and everything. I don't think you should be sitting there like having this long drawn out thing to God about this specific thing about him. Yeah. Um, Because those type of things are very intimate. And when he said that, at first I was like, mm, I don't know. But, like, now that time has passed and I've thought about it, I think it is true. Like, the times my ex and I did pray together, I felt like it did bring us closer together. I loved hearing him pray. Yeah. And I loved hearing, um, yeah, and they were very intimate moments. So yeah. I do think that, like, I think maybe you should minister to her. Well, no, that's weird. Um, I don't know. Have... Your maybe your male leader minister like uh, a mentor yeah, type, I, but out or... I don't think she should at all. I, I think yeah. that's not wise because I do think it's yeah. well. Yeah. I think Satan looks for any way to enter your mind and like yeah. he'll like he'll use that to make you keep dwelling on ex boyfriends and past mm-hmm. relationships mm-hmm. and give you those what ifs and what could have been mm-hmm. and you know it just mm-hmm. leads down a bad path. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important that you don't. Not don't pray for them. I think you can pray for them, but yeah, praying for them just in like a oh yeah, I pray for this guy. Right, right. That he has a good life. Right. And like Lord, you know, fix his heart and fix his life. Be, be with him. Right. And then into that. Right. Yeah. You don't need to go into details. Right. Don't fall on your knees and like oh father. None of that. That's not necessary. Right. So I mean, I don't ever think it's bad to pray for anybody. Right. Um. But. Yeah, I think if you get too specific and too into it, then it does become, like, 
your prayer. Yeah. It seems more like you're with them. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't think that girlfriends need to minister to their ex. I get the I get the draw because you do, like I said, you care for that person. You felt like I gave so much of my life and like I want you to be happy and yeah. like I want you to find Christ because obviously we all want everybody to find Christ. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's hard to like look at somebody that you cared about and be like, Well, uh, you know, you may or may not know Jesus so well. Yeah. Especially if it didn't end on something terrible. Like, right, you guys exactly. ended because, hey, it just didn't work out. Right. We, that, we were young. Yeah. It was pretty mutual. It was just like we just didn't know where we were going with our lives. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think you know, with, with exes, you can hope the best for them, wish the best for them, but you don't need to dwell on them or pray too frequently about them. Um, not get too detailed. So yeah, just just leave it at that. You're especially if you're dating somebody else, you don't need to be yeah, ministering to an ex. No. It just leads to too many temptations. Or not even temptations, but just too many holes for Satan to try mm-hmm. and use as temptations. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, like I said, wish them well. And on that note, if you had three wishes, what would they be? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was a good segue. Thanks. All right. My three wishes. And this is not include the million wishes thing. Um, right. You can't wish for more wishes. Honestly, <laughs> to have my ideal body without having to work for it. <laughs> that would be my number one wish. Number two would be to have lots of money with good money management skills. Hmm. Number three, to have a big family. That says a lot of my priorities, I feel like. And it, yeah, y'all don't read into that. We're not super far off from mine. So if I had three wishes, I feel like I would wish for an unlimited supply of money for raising children. Like, I don't, I, I understand. Like, I don't need to be rich in terms of, yeah. like, I, I mean, I want a house to obviously big enough to raise the kids. Yeah. yeah. But, like, if I could just have, like, as many kids without having to worry about financials for them, like, yeah. I, would, I would adopt kids. I would foster yeah. kids. I would just be, like, a mom. I'd, like, I'd love to have, like, a dog, yeah. like, a shelter. Like, I would just have, like, yeah. a ranch of kids and dogs and yeah. trying to take care of everybody. I wish, and I guess this is a wish that I could actually make happen. I mean, so is money, but, uh, uh, you know, a wish that I could for sure make happen is becoming a better cook. Like, I wish that I was a chef. <laughs> I wish that I was a chef that I could make, um, and I guess my, my wish that's actually, like, magic would be making healthy food taste really yummy and unhealthy food taste really bad. Ooh, that's a good one. So that I'm not tempted. Like, that's the thing is I don't mind working for a little bit, but, like, if food could just taste better to me, that'd be great. So maybe just I wish for different taste buds hmm, okay. would be a good one. Okay. Um, and then my third wish... Yeah, I mean, big family with lots of space and yard and mm. then cooking well. And then, I don't know. Oh, you There's, have everything you want. I mean, I really, I'm really blessed. I really am. Um, mm. And I could, but I mean, anyone could always wish for more money, more clothes, yeah. more things, more makeup, more hair. I mean, there's all sorts of things right. that I would want. But when it comes right down to needs, like... There's always things that change in the world. So maybe I wish for COVID to go away so my husband could work. Yeah. I should have said that. That's a lot less selfish than mine were. No, I mean, like I said, there's plenty of things that I want. But it's just like once you wish it, like, is it ever enough? Like you get a bunch yeah. of money and then you want the good body and you get the good body, but then you want 
I don't know, something else will always come up. Yeah. That you don't want that you didn't wish for. You know, if you yeah. only get three, you need unlimited wishes to be happy because no one's ever going to be happy. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. just kind of human nature. Yeah. So. Okay. But, okay, so would, um, would you ever wish to live anywhere different? Um, and by that, I mean, where is your favorite city in America? Okay. So, my favorite city in America is actually Washington, D.C. It's the best city um, in America. Would I live there? Yes. Until I got married and had children. Yeah, I'm like incorrect. No. Um, once I had children. So, why is it the best? Because of the history. Because of, like... I don't know, like, that's, it's just so, it's easily accessible. Yeah, lots of monuments, lots of walking. Yeah, um, I don't know, I just have so many happy memories there. Um, it's right in the heart of, like, politics. Yeah, it's um, very political feeling. Yeah, it's very just... historic. Yeah, and I just feel like I'm always, like, happy and excited when I'm there. I mean, it is because I'm usually there for conferences, um, so that's probably why. And then my best semester of my life was there, um... I don't know. I just I really liked the city. I liked I liked how it had like the southern feel of like um, people were decent. I don't want to say like oh, everybody's my. so nice. They were to me. It was like New York part two. <laughs> See, I was gonna say it had the southern feel, but with the New York busyness. Yeah. So it wasn't like the I feel like it wasn't like the super harshness of New York. Yeah, see, I got that, but I was okay. there for a week, so. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like it wasn't, like, the super harshest of New York, but it was. People were, are busy going. And I will say the one thing that I noticed in D.C., and my friend noticed this, too, was when people go, hi, nice to meet you. Where do you work? It's not like, no. hi, nice to meet you. How are you doing? It's, right. So that a little Where bit. Where do you work? What do you do? Snobby. Yeah. Okay. That a little bit was, like, a little bit of a turnoff. But, like, other than that, like, I really liked it, like. But once again, I would never raise kids there. That's not... Unless we could live in, like, Georgetown and send them to, like, one of those little ritzy schools, private schools, then okay, maybe. But, hmm. you know, that's a whole nother... That goes back to the three wishes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't... I wouldn't want to live in a city. The perfect cities. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to live in a city with kids anyway. Like, I think I would want a place with, like, a big backyard and, yeah. like more land and like especially if, you know i want the eight eight plus kids so i want everybody to have their own room or at least like if there's twins the twins would share you know twins. yeah of course the twins yeah, yeah of course share. the twins will share the triplets will share i mean to well. be fair i like i've always said my dream and i don't know like i'm sure this is insane especially to those of you out there who have twins but i've always said identical twin boys identical twin girls would be my dream like have four kids two sets of twins identical boys identical girls or not identical. I mean, I could just take twin boys, twin girls. In the future, you'll be able to do that. You'll be able to go, okay. Yeah, hand like, it. I yeah. Know, I don't know about that. No, I wouldn't do that. That's a whole nother topic that we'll get to <laughs> down the line. <laughs> There's a book about that, though. Um, but we don't have to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, what's your favorite city? So, again, I want to do more traveling around America, but at this point, I really do like Phoenix, um, like the Gilbert Chandler, Queen Creek area, okay. specifically. I know you've never been. Nope, I have no idea these words. But, um, Wait, Gilbert and Chandler are names, though. I have two, I have a friend named Chandler, a friend named Gilbert. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah they're, really, they're really cute cities. We've got some friends who live out there we went to visit. Um, honestly, I just feel like in... Where I'm from in New Mexico, like, it's all dirt and desert, which is the same as Arizona, but in 
New Mexico, it doesn't feel like they landscape. They don't like decorate their medians. It's not like well kept. It's, okay. And in Arizona, like even though it's dirt, they plant cactuses strategically. They make like waterscapes strategically. Like everything's pretty. There's raw yeah. designs. Like they take really, really good care of all of their stuff and they water stuff like crazy so they have plants. I mean, like they take really good care of their city. It's so clean. It has a very conservative feel, which is really cool in the city. It's very conservative, like at least in those little areas, yeah. pockets. I know like um, ASU is there, and so I'm sure that's a lot more liberal, like up in Phoenix. But these are like kind of the Phoenix outskirts. Yeah. And so it's just it's really beautiful. Oh, it? It's warm. I like I said, dry heat. Yeah. I love dry heat. I'm used to that. I grew up in that. So it's a struggle here. It's the sticky heat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys have greenery, like trees everywhere, grass. Everywhere. Yeah. I still say you guys because I'm new here. Yeah. I've only been here for a few months. So. Yeah. Eventually, you're gonna have to, you know, accept you're here. That I'm here. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, and be one of us. It's true. It's true. But. Yeah, no, and I like it, and it's it's also not super far from California, so you can go to, like, Harry Potter World, Disneyland, do all that, so the beach is not super far. Not far, it's, like, six hours from my home where all of my family is, so it's close to that. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that I The beach? Like. No, 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 Arizona's close, Arizona's so close to California. Cal- and the, that's where the beaches are? Yeah, California. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, you said something about, like, your home, never mind. I no, thought- I'm just saying, like, on this, so if you got Arizona... California's over here, Disneyland, Got Harry it. Potter World beaches, and then it's not super far from my home, okay. so I can go the other way and go visit my family and everybody. Got it, so it's got kind it. of got the best of everything. Yeah. Okay. Um, the only thing is that it doesn't really have a fall. It just, like, fall is basically normal people's winter. And so fall fashion, I don't feel like you get a lot of, like, boots and dresses, which is my um, favorite. Yeah, fall's my favorite holiday, too. So I'm like, I feel like I would need a fall home. Like, instead yeah. of a summer home, I'd need a fall <laughs> home. Somewhere where I can go, wear boots and dresses and jackets and, like, look really cute for a season and then come back to Phoenix. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. I really, I've never been. I want to visit. Well, let's take a trip out there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. Next question. Um... Well, with everything going on with um, the coronavirus and all that stuff, I know a lot of Christians are thinking about Jesus coming back. Do you think that this is like a prequel? Do you think that, um, or are you, do you believe that we've already had the rapture? What's your like end times belief? So I don't, I don't believe that we've already had the rapture. Um, I, I, I don't know. You know, like I, Reading the Bible, you see God punish people, right? Mm-hmm. You see Sodom and Gomorrah, you see the flood, you see the book of Judges, just like punishment mm-hmm. comes and then it goes away. And mm-hmm. so like, I, and I mean, doesn't, the Bible says that no one knows when Jesus is right. coming, right? Like, but you'll know it when he comes. And so yeah. that's the thing. Jesus has not come yet. We'll know. Like a bolt of lightning. We'll know. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if he's coming soon. He could be coming tomorrow. He could be coming right now. I don't yeah. know. Um, he could not come for another thousand years. I really am not going to be that person that says like, oh yeah, Jesus is definitely coming. This is the end. Because I mean, the Bible talks about technology increasing and it talks about all of these things that happen, which is right, which is happening, but it's happened before. Yeah. It could get more, you know, it could get more intense and like 
people are talking about putting tips in your wrist and in your head. And it's like, yeah. oh, that's a sign. And it's Mark like, maybe, maybe it is a sign. But also, they didn't specifically say how long or how much or yeah. how far. Like, it's, you know, people thought helicopters was the sign that Jesus was, like, coming tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, I mean, it... I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. That's... I will solidly say that God knows. It's God's timing. It's perfect no matter when it is. If that's tomorrow, awesome. If it's not tomorrow, awesome. I don't know enough to say because I'm not God. What about you? Not to make Well, um, no, like I agree. I don't know. I will say, I don't remember if it was like an Apologia podcast or it was cultish, but Apologia puts on cultish. So either way, it was one of those guys. They had someone, or was it them? It was either, you know what? It might have been coast to coast. Anyway, I was listening to someone who studies the Bible and stuff like that. They were on some podcast I was listening to. And the guy said in the Bible, it lists all these things that were supposed to happen. But what's happened is it's happened backwards. So that means that it's not time yet or something like that. So I, I don't remember the thing specifically, but I think yeah, one again, of them, I don't feel like I know enough to say that it doesn't like it has to happen in order. Like, does it, the Bible specifically say these things happen in order? This is what this guy said. I don't know. I didn't, right. you know, when he said I didn't pull out my Bible and like triple check. Um, I'm just telling you what the guy said on the on the podcast. Okay. Um, he just said, I, and I want to say it was like something where it says like pandemic, economic collapse, and then one other thing. But what's happened is the one other thing. Then there. No, it's backwards, sorry. So what's supposed to happen is something, an economic collapse, and then a pandemic. But what's happened is the pandemic, economic collapse, we don't know, that might be true, that might not be true. And then the other thing. And he's like, yeah, so that just shows that it hasn't happened yet. And to be honest, that made me feel a little bit better. I don't know how true that is. Yeah, um, it I, probably, and I think it's all speculation. And right. I, I mean, not that I don't try, I trust the people who study the Bible, there are historians that, you know, look at context. Yeah. But I think it's easier to, like, decipher what Jesus said, like, to do and what happened versus what's going to happen in the future. Yes. I think I agree. the book of Revelation is clear in some ways, but I don't, you know, there's still a lot of disagreement, even among historians, pastors, yeah. people who've studied, who look at the context, like... You can be a super biblical person, and that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you know what God knows. And so I feel like multiple people have multiple opinions on what's going to happen. And I think they're all very historically sound in other parts of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I just think that the future times is a very hard thing to preach on. Yeah. Um, and again, I, th- I personally, I focus more on what do I need to do to be right with Jesus? And yeah. And what do I need to do to build my relationship with Jesus? Because in the end, that's what matters. Right. I don't think I need to predict when he's coming to right. get to heaven. I don't think I need to know how it's going to happen to prepare. You know, like, and if I'm you're trying always, to prepare yeah. now. Right. And if you're always acting like he can come back any day, then you don't have to really stress over that. And I do think there tends to be a you can get too into it. Yeah. Like you can, there was, I don't know if you heard um, the guy that was on Ali Stuckey's podcast that talked about end time. I, so I listened to a little bit of it. I didn't get to listen to the full thing, but it sounded really good. Yeah, it was really good. And he made the comment that sometimes people get too caught up in it. So like mm-hmm. they start living their life, like it could happen at any time. So they start freaking out. And Ali was, so in the Bible, it says in during tribulations that it's going to be hard on pregnant mothers or something like that those aren't the exact words but the point is like if you're pregnant during this time it's going to be difficult so Allie said she had gotten 
emails and stuff from people like, should I get pregnant right now? Because the Bible says it's going to be hard. And I think we're about to go into the blah, blah, blah. And I think he, um, the, um, the guest made a very good point about like, you are going to miss out on so much on life. You right. might not be walking in God's purpose with you. Well, if you're focusing too much right. on making sure you're ready for the end times. And like he said that there were even times where like, um, so he is, he believes that we're in the tribulation of something like that. So he already, he doesn't think there's going to be a rapture or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So he was saying, but he used to but think he that way. a rapture after the tribulation. Yeah, maybe that's probably yeah. it. Um, and um, he was saying that he got caught up in that and like he had changed different things and like um, he said he just got too into it. Yeah. Well, and on that pregnant mother, you know, asking like, I think God sometimes his plan is for things to be difficult for us. Yes. And so like, if you're asking, should I not get pregnant because it's going to be more difficult on pregnant mothers? No, if God's plan for you is to be, you're called to be a mom. You're called to be a wife. You're called to be a Christ follower, even in the difficult times, even yeah. when it's hard. Yeah. So even if it means it's going to be harder for you to be pregnant and yeah. deliver, you're still called to be a mom. God still called you to that. And so I don't think you get to just say, oh, well, I just won't have babies because God said that it's going to be more difficult. Like, okay, it's going to be more difficult, but still do it. Yeah. God didn't say not to. He didn't say it's going to be more difficult, so just stop. Right. Same thing with following Christ. He said, you're going to be persecuted in my name. Yep. And that doesn't mean don't do it. It doesn't mean stop. It doesn't mean don't share it. That means share it and deal with the difficulty anyway. So I think that that's something we need to focus on is like, Keep going towards what God calls you to. Yep. Keep focusing on God, even if it gets difficult, even if it gets hard, especially when it gets hard. Focus on God. Focus on what he wants. Focus on the Bible. Read your Bible. Study. Learn. Pray. And then no matter when the end times are coming, if it's pre-tribulation, post-tribulation, however it ends up happening, you're right with God Mm -hmm. and you're strong in your relationship with Jesus. I agree. And I want to add something. It's kind of a little bit of ta- a tangent, but I do really want to add this. I think that sometimes, especially if you grew up Christian and if your life wasn't like super difficult, you get in your mind that like being a Christian is supposed to be kind of easy. Mm-hmm. Like we're not supposed to really struggle. Um, yeah, we're super, we're blessed all the time. Um, and I think Peace that. And prosperity kind of a thing. Mm hmm. And I think that, especially in America, we get really caught up in that. So then when we do start to struggle, when we start to have our own relationship with God, when you start to go through different things um, and you start experiencing like warfare or if you just start struggling because life can get difficult, I think sometimes we think that we've messed up and we just want, okay, let me pull back. But that's just not the case. Like when you're struggling, that's when you need to hold on to God even more. And I have to remind myself this all the time. Just because I'm a Christian does not mean my life is going to go well. Does not mean it's going to be bubblegum raindrops and all the time. Especially in this season for my life, um, everything is not perfect. Things are not necessarily how I planned, but that doesn't mean God isn't good. And there's things that I want and I pray for, and if I don't get them, that doesn't mean God isn't good. Right. It just means this is not his plan for me right now. Right. Sometimes the answer is yes, sometimes it's no, and sometimes it's wait. Yes, exactly. And we don't know if we're in a yes, no, or a wait. I mean, we're not in a yes situation, because then it would have happened. Right, right. We're either in a no or a wait. Yes. It doesn't mean the door is closed, but it doesn't mean it's never going to happen. Right. And I think that we just have to remind ourselves that just in general, whenever we're going through things, especially as Christians, that life isn't always going to be perfect. I think that's a big one. And I think something that I've struggled with personally 
is uh, we're all really good at turning to Jesus in the hard times in mm-hmm. terms of like, oh God, this isn't going the way I want. Please like give me this or give me that. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. we need to pray more on what's your will for me, God. Like, please just help me feel comfort in this. Mm-hmm. Like, if this is your plan. If this is not what's meant to be, if this is what's meant to be, like just help me get through it. Give me wisdom. Give me grace. And I think turning to him more in the good times. I think a lot of people, yeah. we all struggle with like thanking God we'll for say the thankfulness. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like when we get good things, it's like, oh, cool. Like I'm blessed. Like, yeah. but you don't actually sit there and acknowledge, like, thank you, God, for yeah. giving me, like, my husband, my dogs, the fact that I have a roof over my head, and my yeah. clothes, my food. Like, yeah. there are so many things, especially as Americans, like you said, that we take for granted. Yeah, for sure. That it's like we need to stop and thank him for those things because God wants to hear from us in the good times and in the bad, mm-hmm. when it's difficult and when it's easy. And I think when it's easy and it's good, we don't go to him because why would we need to? You know, everything's yeah. just easy. And I think that's a huge thing is that when you go to God when it's good and you also go to him when it's bad, like you go to him all the time no matter what you're going through. And I think that's something that I've had to remind myself a lot is like to go back and thank God for the good things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so... You describe your perfect date, please. Perfect date. Does it have to be one that I've already had or one that I want? Or like, does it um, it doesn't I matter. Think? Whichever one. Okay. You can talk the most about. So I feel like, I mean, we can always plan a perfect date better than the dates that we've had, right? Just because, yeah. I mean, we're talking unlimited, like, do whatever we want. To right. Do, like, perfect. And I'll send this to Ryan. Date. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, please do that. Well, when, when he's a pilot, when he's a working pilot and he's got his private jet, obviously he's going to flatten him. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, all right. Too much, too much. Um, no, I mean, for me, I really enjoy going out. Like, I like a lot of double dates, especially with good oh, friends that are, like, theological, or, yeah, that like to talk theology, that like to talk the Bible, that like to talk politics. Like, that's fun for me. And so I feel like dinner with friends that are really close or multiple friends that, you know, you can talk and have good conversation and then maybe afterwards just like going home and having some cocktails and then like I think it'd be so fun to be like on a private beach like have like a hotel like with a either a hot tub or like um near the ocean somewhere where we can swim I love to swim I'm a water creature and I love twinkly lights so like a patio with like twinkly like to me it's a hot tub with like twinkly lights and just like drinking cocktails in in the hot tub and then you know going to bed Wow, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm married, so No, yeah, happy. no, that's cute. That's cute. Um so for me, I hate food dates. Oh. I absolutely hate them. Um Good to know. Yeah. FYI, for those of you guys listening, just <laughs> to watch Mallory. Yeah. I don't like food dates. Just I don't know, it's like awkward for me, it's like awkward eating in front of people. I don't know. Um, especially for, like, if you've been dating oh, for a long time. Oh, yeah, for a long time, I think that's fine, okay. I guess. Because it's your ideal date. So imagine, like, it, it can be either, like, your first date or your ideal date, like, down the line when you're married or when you're yeah. with somebody for a long time. Well, either, but I I still don't really like food dates, though. I don't that's know. Fine. I, I'd rather not eat I'm just saying, you. like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what would you want that's to true. do? That's true. Okay, so what, what I want to do, I would want to do something like an activity, I think. An activity where we could see, like, um, both of our personalities. Mm. So, I really, so, 
I love escape rooms. Sorry, I want to throw that in. I feel like that's I've how I would start. Never been. That's how I would start the date. Is before dinner with friends, I'd take those friends to an escape room and do that, and then go to dinner, and then all the rest of it. Yeah, like I like an activity. I've always wanted to go in an They're escape so room. They're so fun. That's like my favorite. If you ever want to know my favorite hobby, that's that's it. I would like something <laughs> like that. Oh, I really want to do one now. Do I like something like that, or like apple picking, even something yeah. like. An activity. I like activity dates a lot. Um, I can't think of the perfect activity date. I'm just trying to think of the, like... So do you like, like, outdoors? Like, would you want to go, like, horseback riding or anything? No, um, or? Oh, no, no, no. That is... No, 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 no. Well, I mean, no. like, horseback riding isn't necessarily athletic, but it's very outdoorsy. Oh, like, no, no, no. No, no, okay. no, no. no. Um, I want him to like me. I think that me falling off a horse would be what unattractive. Like amusement park? Do you like? See, I don't like roller coasters. Okay. So, um, so no, but I like the environment of amusement park. So like, but then it, it'd be weird if like I'm holding yeah. this stuff while he goes on all the yeah. stuff. I don't know. I just like activities. Like laser tag is fun. Okay. Um, and I like, so like an arcade. An arcade. Yeah. I like bowling. Bowling. I like bowling. I like seeing guys like get really into stuff I love watching like if I'm dating someone I love watching them be super passionate like mm-hmm. that is just so attractive to me so like something that like I guess it would depend on what they're passionate about that's true too <laughs> um but I don't know just something what shows off your personality the best what shows off my personality the best uh, something what kind of activity <sighs> like, would you I mean I don't karaoke no, 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 no. <laughs> I can't sing. I know, and but I, you're so outgoing and you're so bold. Oh, I would do it, but I just, I, oh, thank you. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a good singer or not. Like, especially like I, I'm just thinking like a karaoke at a bar where no one cares. Like everybody's kind of singing off key, and it doesn't yeah, really matter. maybe I just on dates. Now that I think about it, I'm. I really like, not to impress, but like, you know, I want to be my best behavior. And I feel like me, like I can sing, like we can sing the Taylor Swift song and like I can be like super off key and loud and like dance and I think that's fine. Wow. Okay. Now I'm learning something about myself. I should be able to do that with a guy I like too. Yeah. I and mean, again, I think first date, mm-hmm. that's a little intimidating, but if you've been dating for a while, like, yeah, you should but be see, able to let loose kind of, and, yeah. but it takes time. Yeah. And it takes time. And yeah. I'm I learning think, something about Mal now. Yeah, so yeah. you don't know what your perfect date is. Uh, yeah, that's I I love the question, but I don't know what my perfect Have you date seen is. Congeniality? No, but I know the your, April. Your perfect date is April twenty fifth. Yeah, it is a life jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because she doesn't know what her her perfect date is. Yeah, I guess I don't. So if you if you can think of a really good activity yeah. based date, let us know in the yeah. comments. If you want to take Mallory out on that perfect date. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Um, anyway, I think that about wraps it up for today. Yeah. Yeah, I think this was good. Um, yeah, this was fun. Yeah. I love answering questions. Leave us a review. Leave us more questions. We do yeah. love to answer them. We want to hear from you. Uh, thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at thoseothergirlspodcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those are the girls changing culture and bringing back traditional values.